as you can tell, we don't. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of True Dominion Ministries podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. You know, today, today is a much needed conversation. It is. It I is. think today is. <clears throat> We're going to have this conversation, and it's talking about being converted. Yes. You know, matter of fact, give us the definition of conversion. Okay. So, um, it says to bring over from one belief view or party to another. And that's the, that's the definition that we're going to be coming from. But there are other definitions pertaining to the word. It also says to change something into another form, substance, state, or product, to transform, to change something from one use, function, or purpose to another, adapt to a new or different purpose, to persuade or induce, to adopt a particular religion, faith, or belief. So we're going to be coming from, of course, the definition of to bring over from one belief, view, or party to another. And so a lot of times you may hear um, someone say, oh, well, I've converted over to Islam. I've converted over to Christianity. And a lot of times when you hear that they've been in a place of solitude or prison or they've spent time with someone of, of that particular faith or belief. And so um, there's a couple of scriptures that I have before I go into um, a particular story. But just to read off some of the uh, some of the scriptures, Psalms 19 and 7 says, The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. And what that means is the instruction of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. And I just thought that particular scripture by itself was fact. <laughs> like, that is a fact. When you read the instruction of the Lord, when you read your word, <laughs> it converts your soul. It revives your soul, you know. And so, um, as I read that, you know, it, this particular topic made me, I don't really think about conversion a lot. I've, I've, I don't know that that particular word is not one that we use a lot. You know what I mean? We might say, oh, you need to be converted. Well, they had not been converted yet, but we don't really expound on the word. Well, for me, I think the word for me, it... <clears throat> now, I got some scripture, but conversion to me means to submit my will to God. Right. It means to Let me do this. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's that's just that's just my this is just my thought process. Right. It means to submit my will to God, to surrender my life over to Him, to repent and walk mm -hmm. it out. Yeah. Remaining consistent in my word. Right. Mm -hmm. Because that's the only thing that's going to help me to walk this thing out is to remain consistent to my word. Right. To reading my word, to changing my mind, to renewing my mind. 
you know, I, uh, convert means to change. I mean, for me, mm -hmm, in my thought process, mm -hmm. you know, it, it means to change. Mm -hmm. You say to transform. Yeah, that was one of the definitions. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I used to be me and I'm a robot. Wah, wah, wah. No, I'm just messing. <laughs> oh, God. But um, I'm just saying. <laughs> but, you know, when I when I think about it, convert means a lot of things per se. Mm -hmm. When you read it, when you read it, when you read the definition. Mm -hmm. But it all boils down to changing. That's right. That's right. You know, I know people say, I'm saved, mm -hmm. but you saved from what? Mm -hmm. Because saying I'm saved doesn't mean you're unconverted. It does not. It absolutely it, it, it does mean, not. It means I made a confession in front of my peers mm -hmm. that Jesus Christ died for my sins. Right. But I haven't repented. Right. And that, make, that makes that, so. So with my saying I'm saved mm -hmm. does not mean unconverted. Mm -hmm. But it's just saying that I believe. That's right. Now, when I'm converted, what I believe will begin to look like who I am. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's levels to this thing. Oh, <laughs> and, and, and it really is. It is. I know, um, I know that, that you saying that that seemed kind of funny, you know, funny to me. Mm -hmm. But uh, there are different levels to it. There are. You know. Um, but I ain't going to get into that. Um, but converted. Mm -hmm. Converted. Which is, which is, um, it's a much needed topic. It is. It is a much needed topic because... I think a lot of times when people look at it, they when 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 they look at it and they say, "Oh, I'm saved," then they think that that was enough. <laughs> right. You know. Right. I, I, for real, a lot of mm -hmm. times people think, "Yo, I'm saved. That's enough." Yeah, I you don't know, stop but, this. I don't stop that. You know. But this word is what washes you over. That's it's right. what cleanses you. It will help you see who you are. Right. What's inside of you. Right. You know, this this word shines light in every dark area. Absolutely. It might not shine light the very first day. Mm -hmm. But you keep reading it. Eventually, <laughs> the blind man going to see. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Another scripture I have was Acts chapter 2, verse 37 through 39. And it says, Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Verse 30, then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Verse 39, for the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And so when I read that particular scripture, the, the thing that uh, stuck out to me, to all that are far off. And he's telling them to repent and be baptized. You know, when you just read that, you know, how we talk about generational curses. Mm -hmm. Right here, it's, it's, it's saying that that's generational too. Mm -hmm. Yep. As many as your children. Mm -hmm. 
for the promise is unto you and to your children. Yes. You know, and 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 I just wanted to I just wanted to say that that curses may be generational, but the sovereignty and love of God is generational. Thank you. The drawing you. of the people back to God is generational. It is. When we look down through the Old Testament, we see where God kept drawing the people to him mm -hmm. from generation to generation mm -hmm. to generation. Mm -hmm. You know, when, when when people died out in the wilderness after 40 years, the one the, ch the children they had afterwards, he kept drawing. The children they had afterwards, he kept yeah. drawing. Yeah. You know, he never stopped drawing now, just because the grandmama or the great grandmama and the granddaddy went mm -hmm. in a different direction and started fighting on idols. Yeah. He didn't just stop. He said that his promise is 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 generational. He's saying my coming and my for my people to come back to me, even that is generational. Mm -hmm. Everything I do is everlasting. Mm. Everything I say is everlasting. He said my word shall not return void. He said the heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will not perish. He said my word will stand. An earthquake may shake the whole foundation of the world. Every building might fall. But God is saying not my word. Mm -hmm. Not my word. He said it ain't good as gold. He said it's better. <laughs> he said that's why that's why I give you gold to walk on in heaven. Mm. Mm. He said, "Because gold, you know, that's it's under my feet now. You know what I'm saying? The earth is his footstool. Yes, sir. It's, it's, it's yes, under his sir. feet now. Yes, sir. That's good right there. All the jasper and onyx and everything that's gonna be on the gates. He said, man, that's that's just the splendor of what I made.'" <laughs> <laughs> You know, God God is He awesome. And when you go and look at how heaven is gonna be laid out, mm -hmm. you know, and, and you say, Man, that's everything we want in the earth. Mm -hmm. He said, That's everything I already own in the earth. Mm -hmm. He said, I just sent you there to manage it. Mm -hmm. You know, and a lot of times we, we get so caught up with this is mine. My legacy. You know, you're just managing that thing. <laughs> My legacy, uh-huh. You know, and, and, and I understand it. I get it because you work hard for it. You work hard at it, you know. And and I know we use the verse, uh, <laughs> you be faithful over a few things. You know, make you rule over many. You know, and, and, and this is true. Mm -hmm. But he said he'll make you ruler, not owner. Mm. <laughs> He said, I'll make you ruler over many Break things. Break it down for us. Not owner of many things. Mm. You see, and that's what we can't get caught up with, things. No, that's why we need to be careful about how we interpret this word. Yeah, true. Because <laughs> that's where that comes from. That comes from the interpretation and the way that you receive the word. That we will make it conform to what we wanted to say. And I just want to say that, you know, me, myself, 
I'm I'm becoming less and less and less materialistic. You know, because when I was young, I didn't have it. Right. So as I got older and I made more money, I said, man, now I should get it. Mm. But now that I got it, and I'm like, it ain't everything it's cracked up to be. It ain't it ain't it ain't what I thought it was. Well, I've never been that way. You know, I, that that never impressed me. I was never impressed by material things. Never. I mean, it was almost like my eyes were not meant for it, if I can say it that way. It's it's almost like I was never attracted to the drug dealer. I was never attracted to, you know, who had the flashiest car. I was I, never I was attracted never to flashy. That. But that's I what I'm saying. Flashy. I wasn't either. I'm, you know, but, I'm playing Jane over here. But but I, I <laughs> but I was the drug dealer. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But it wasn't because of the things. It wasn't because of the things. It was because of what I had to do. You know. Yeah. And and I I can see people saying, you know, I sell drugs to put food on the table. Man, and I can see that and, too. And you know, and but but when you think about it, you like, man, that sounds crazy. You can end up yourself in jail. You end up with putting yourself. In the grave, you know what I'm saying. But I guess now, now there's but, two different. I guess there's a couple types of different drug dealers too, because <laughs> you got the one who wants the new pair of Jordans every two days, you know, or the whole the whole collection. Or I mean, you ain't got to be no drug dealer want that. I know many men want but, that, but that, I'm just saying like there was things that they they wanted the things that could not be provided for themselves. Or, or whatever. I'm just saying on my part, not to go there. I'm just saying I was never attracted to any of those things that seem to be flashy or most people would want. I, I was never attracted to that. Yeah, but I never, I never went after those things. So you what did what you saying? do when you was a drug dealer? What did you, what did you do with it? What was the well, purpose? The purpose, my purpose for being a drug dealer was so I could, so I can provide. You know what I'm saying? I was a single parent. Um, my child was in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, I couldn't work my job and put him in school. The school was like, look, we can't, we can't put him off the bus unless here you're unless you did. Okay. You got to pick him up. Um, when, and at that time I didn't know nobody where I was at, you know? Mm-hmm. So my friends came to me and was like, my coworkers, my friends, they was like, man, look, man, you're going to have to do something. They say, cause you know, they, you can't just keep coming to work and leaving like that. I mean, you come in late, you leave early. <laughs> so you left the, did you leave the job to sell drugs? Yes. Because I was going to say, it how was, is that? Because <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was like, it was a conflict. It was conflicting my job. Okay. I had a job prior, but it was a nighttime job. So I couldn't work that no more now that I got a child. You know okay. what I'm saying? A, a, a live-in child. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't work that no more. Mm-hmm. So now I went back to my old job, and I get there, and you know we work from seven to five. Well, it's it's a conflicting schedule. The bus pick them up at six thirty, seven o'clock. You know, so now I'm late getting in. Mm-hmm. Then <laughs> I got to leave by one thirty. Okay. To get home to pick them up off the off the bus at three o'clock. You know, and it was and it was it was so conflicting, and and I could I couldn't make no money like that. So my boys came to me, look, man, look, you in the right spot, dog. You need to make this money. <laughs> you in the right spot. Okay. You need to make this money. So when I sold drugs, I sold it to provide. 
but that's ignorant for me to say. Uh, because what I didn't do, well, listen, I did make good money. Mm. I'm, mm. <laughs> I made more money on Wednesday night than people make all month. You know, but I, I made a lot of money. Okay. But I never went out and got a nice car. I never went out and got a plastic car. I went and got a Buick Century. Mm. Well, back in our day, now I, it, it was kind of the hoopies and the. <laughs> it was a Buick Century. <laughs> it was clean. It was not, it was clean now, but not. But it was a Buick Century. Uh huh. I made. I had enough money in my pocket to go and buy a BMW. But I never desired anything like that. So when I sold drugs, it wasn't to be flashy. It okay. wasn't to go buy the new J's. It wasn't to go to get fresh. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't about the, all these chains and things mm-hmm. and bling bling and all that other stuff. I wasn't about that. I was trying I was trying to <laughs> get myself, I was trying to get a foot in. But what I found out was the more drugs I sold, the more money I made, the further I got into that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. The more I wanted to sell drugs, the more I wanted it. Now it no longer became about providing, yeah. But it became an excess. Mm. You know, I need, I need, well, I need to get this money. You know, yeah. And 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 it became it became a stumbling block. Mm. And and I know a lot of times we say, "How can you say that?" Because when you look at other people, they see you. Mm-hmm. They see you. They see what you're doing. They see what you about. They know what kind of money you make. Or at least they can. At least they can almost calculate it. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're in the neighborhood, right? Because they can see the cars coming to you. They can see the people coming to you, right? You know. So don't think that you're just doing everything and nobody don't know nothing. Ah, right, let me tell you something. Three o'clock in the morning, if you do something outside, somebody know about it. Mm-hmm. And that's the truth. Nothing will be hidden. Nothing. When you come to Christ, I ain't saying you're going to be like you selling drugs, but you trying to offer somebody what you have, mm. which is Jesus. Right. You know, everything that you did in your prior life, God going to use it. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be transformed okay. to work for you in your converted life. Right. You see, um, like I, see, like I like the definition. And you said we were just going to use the first definition. Yeah. But I kind of like the third definition. <laughs> you know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. Because it is, it is parallel with your, with your now walk. Mm-hmm. I used to use music to degrade women and to uplift uh, murder drugs and these and the things that is such but when i got converted Mm -hmm. i didn't want to do music because i was like nah that ain't that ain't that ain't god that ain't god Mm -hmm. and it was christian rap and it was when i first got it was first when i first got converted because i can't say when i first got saved because when i first got saved i got converted right everybody don't go in that path everybody don't go that way right um but I use my that my music. I was like, man, I can't, I can't, I can't do this, and and I fought with that thing for years, because I wanted to 
I wanted to really say what the Bible was saying, but in but to a beat. Mm-hmm. And they call it Christian rap nowadays. Yeah. But I wanted to I wanted to say what God was saying, but to a beat. Mm-hmm. And and I couldn't hear. And it. seven years ago, six years ago, mm-hmm. they was like, "Man, you, my my mind wasn't ready." I had the words, I had the beat, but my mind wasn't conditioned to think that God can use me in that way or use gotcha. or use that form to draw people. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Nah, but you nah, but nah, you know what? As you as you even say that when you started doing uh recording, and I was like, I can't even hear that. Basically the same the same way. First of all, because I was not I, I, we was why, up on why because we was raised to praise and, and hymns, worship and hymns, <laughs> you know. So but, it wasn't it wasn't that it wasn't that I was offended by it or that I thought that it wasn't of God. My ears, like you use the word condition, my ears wasn't conditioned to hear God in anything. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. or in everything. It was only conditioned to hear hymns <laughs> and what Yolanda Adams and, and at that time, you know what I'm saying? And worship music. And yeah. worship music. So when you brought out Christian rap and I started listening to it, I can't say the first time I heard it, it was like, oh, okay, this is cool. It took a while. It took a while for me to even get used to it because I was like, I'm doing this. You know, to the beat more than I am listening to the words. Mm-hmm. And so that took away almost for me what you were really trying to say in your song. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You know, any song come on the radio, the first three seconds, you you know, you, you pop it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Before you even hear any words. And that's what it was like for me. It was like going back to the secular music and yeah. listening to a beat rather than the words. But when that song that you did, um, you know, which one I'm talking about, I don't remember the name of it. Maybe we might play it for the people today. Put it on Facebook Live so they'll know which one I'm talking about. But it was one that you did, and you was talking about. I want to say you was talking about John, John the Baptist, or something. Oh, I was I, actually I was talking about a number of people. In the you Bible. were, but you were using scripture at the scripture at the scripture, and I was like, I like that. Now you know. Now that I know the word, of course, and now that you know, I've been conditioned to hear God's word. Over a beat, <laughs> you know. See, cause like I got, I got a beat. I got a beat. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm. I walk to a beat. You do. You, know? <laughs> you do. <laughs> you yeah. You do. You, you know. Do that. But my words were saying, God says I am God because I need to be. God said I'm Jesus Christ because you needed me. Without the Holy Ghost, you can never be free. You are created by the power of the Trinity. We need to be like them, one in unity. It's not us against the world like it's you and me. But if we can come together, then we can agree. And all across the world, we can make history. You know, mm. but when you listen to the beat, you be like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm, mm. But the, what yeah. I'm saying is, it's, it's elated, yeah. if I can say it like that. And I can, I can see someone who has not been converted listening to that. I can hear, I can see someone sitting down and then that song causing them to think because the one that's on on the corner 
ain't playing no worship music. He not. The one that's on the corner ain't trying to hear no worship music. That's right. You know what I'm saying? The one that's the one that's selling her body ain't ain't Hallelujah. <laughs> I mean, they yeah. just not hearing that. Mm-hmm. So now, when God said I'm doing a new thing, He said I do a new thing all the time. You said He said the devil is the same one that's the same all the time, but I'm new. Mm-hmm. I'm always doing something fresh. I'm the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. But I'm always doing something mm-hmm. new, and we can't. We can't grasp the new thing. If I would have did this seven years ago, eight years ago, if I if I would have started doing the music eight years ago without thinking I was being, because com- I felt convicted right, right. about doing it, so right. I didn't do it for about five years. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I left it alone. I didn't do no right, and I did. I, I was like, I got, I got to keep, I got to put that out of my mind. I got to put that out of my mind. And God want to use you to birth something into the earth, or He want to use you to 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 uh to cause a movement. You know what I'm saying? To to bring people to Him in a different way. Yeah. But if you only gonna be conditioned in your mind to think that He can only use worship music, He can only use praise and music to to call His people in. He said, look, when you open your mouth, that's praise. Right. You know what I'm saying? So whatever you say about me is gonna bring glory to me. Not it's it's not about it's not about the beat per se, mm-hmm. but it's about what you say. Right. That's going that's going to make the people think what you say. Because we're gonna all use. He's, he's check it out. When you was in the world, you heard the beat to the song. You went to beating and rocking. Mm-hmm. But then you you wanted to hear. You wanted to know what he was saying. Right. So you begin to recite what is being said. Right. And the more you recite what was being said, the more that got in your spirit. Because I tell you, when when I grew up, it was all about love songs for me. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. I was a love boy. You know yeah. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But when I when I started listening to that rap, you know, it, it just it just it just had another. One. It did what? You know, <laughs> mm, you know what I'm saying. I'm, I'm hard now. What up? What up? You know what I'm saying. I'm a tough guy. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying. Look, let me get me a gun. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. Let me be about that life. Mm-hmm. Nah, cuz. <laughs> And that's what it is. Words get in. It does. It does. Words get in. Mm-hmm. And they get into places that you don't even know that they getting in, but they getting in. That goes to 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 me not being Words able to life. watch. I can't watch certain things. I can't watch a whole lot of cussing because I could have. I, 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 I can't watch that. horror movies. I no, I don't watch that either. But I can't watch something with a whole lot of cussing because that thing it, it it do something to me. You know what I'm saying? I had to leave the room or I had to turn down or I can't watch it with somebody who was watching it because that is, it does something to me. You know, just like there's certain things, certain music you cannot hear. Yeah. You know, we could be in the car and you'd be like, uh, I, I, I can't hear that. I can't hear that. And it's not even something derogatory, but music affects you differently than... It affects me differently because I... TV Trust me, I know all the old songs. <laughs> yeah, you do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you do. I know Sheik Luch and the Lots and them boys. I know DMX. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about, I mean, you would have thought we we was tight like that. The, the way you, I know that music. How you sound? I ain't getting into all that. I ain't getting into all that. I ain't getting into all that. Oh, boy. 
you know, because <laughs> music was my life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, and I don't want to be saying these kind of things about, see, Eric Sermon had a song. It's like, just like music. Mm-hmm. You know, and, 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 and what he was saying, though, was so true. He said, because music put me in the mood with my woman. Music was the soul of the man. You know, and when you start listening to old music, you know what I'm saying? They were singing about how they was feeling. Right. And they were singing about what was real to them. Mm-hmm. You know, and and, and and you got into that. The Temptations. Mm. No, the temp, when the Temptations did their thing, you was like, wow, you know that? What they sound like, though? Remind me what it sound like. I don't want to imagine. <laughs> I don't want to be. He can impersonate people, y'all. Go ahead and tell me what it sound like. I don't, don't want to be reminded. <laughs> you know, um, because but but you know, it was David Ruffin was gangster. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That, that my boy, but that was he, your boy. He crazy. <laughs> Ain't nobody come see you, Otis. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Yeah, he 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 was he converted. Did he did he become converted? He was converted, but he was converted by money, by lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And 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 it drove him to a place where he didn't know himself. Mm. Yeah. But when he came to himself, he was like, no, man, look, let me back in the group. I changed. No, 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 no. That's a good analogy. And Otis was like, nobody's bigger than the group. And I want y'all to remember that. Mm. That nobody is bigger than the group. Nobody is bigger than what God doing. Nobody. Nobody. God using us all. So what? I'm the apostle. So what? I'm the prophet. I'm a mouthpiece. I'm going to be held to a higher standard because I know what the words say. Mm-hmm. But I choose to live a different type of lifestyle. Yeah. You know, we are all one body. Just many members. That's it. The fingers can't work without the hand. The hand can't work without the wrist. You know what I'm saying? Every joint, every ligament works together. Mm -hmm. The mind is the central nervous system. The heart is what pumps the life. You know, the liver is what cleanses. You know, the kidneys is what, what cleanses the blood. The liver is what purifies everything that's coming in and going out. You know, keeps you clean. It, and, and and the lungs is how you breathe. The veins is how the blood transfers from one part of the body to the next. The skin is what covers all the muscles and and tendons and and everything like that. Mm. The eyes is what see. The ears is what hear. The mouth is what speak. The tongue is what gives life. What do? But everything is needed. Everything. Everything is needed. They say, oh, you can live without a pancreas. But it's there for a reason. Mm. And if anybody's missing anything, they call them handicapped. 
you know, and and that's and that's what I I think that in 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 the process of being converted, sometimes we see ourselves as less than because I I don't know it like they know it. Mm-hmm. They know, yeah. Man, they know that. Man, they know that word from inside. I, I, I wish I knew that word mm-hmm. like that. Look, I can't. I can't work the word like you work it, but I know how to work it in the way God the way gives it work. to me. Yeah, the way God give it to you and the way He give it to me is different. Totally different. But He giving us something that glorifies Him and working together. He give us. He give, yeah, in working together. And I think that if if we see everybody as we are then we'll treat everybody as we are. Mm-hmm. Because I can't say, you should do this, you should do that, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, I don't know your walk. I look at my life and I say, man, I want, I want no different from them. Mm-hmm. Pretty Re- much. Reality check. Mm-hmm. What are we doing here? We preaching. At people, pointing the finger, you, 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 you. But what about it when it was me, 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 doing what you doing? That part. Maybe even worse. <laughs> that part. You know, what, what, what? When it was me profaning my temple, because I didn't know that I was a temple of the Lord. I didn't know what Bishop said. I didn't know I was me. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I was me. Yeah. I didn't know. But once I got converted, once I submitted my will, surrendered my life, and repented, which means I turned away. Mm-hmm. I submitted my will, surrendered my life, and turned away. And you became a new man. And I became somebody that I didn't know I could be. Ooh, I stopped cussing. Mm-hmm. I stopped drinking. Hey, that ain't me. <laughs> I ain't no quitter. <laughs> that definitely ain't me. Yeah. Because I always want, 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 want. I'm becoming content now? Mm-hmm. What is this? But it's being converted that God is working on me and has worked on me. So now I can open my mouth and say what God did for me. And not feel like I'm letting you in too I'm letting you in too far. And not feel like, you know, I supposed to I supposed to look perfect in front of these people. That's a hard job. I don't have to look <laughs> perfect in front of nobody because I already know I'm not perfect. Right. I don't have to portray this facade that I am what I am not. Well, actually, the word perfect in the Bible means mature. So people definitely use that out of context, too. See? So it, it, it's not about being perfect as the way we think about being perfect, making no mistakes, not falling down, not getting into any type of temptations. Perfect just means maturity. Um, 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 that you may be perfect, that you may be mature. No. Now you are mature. Yeah, I, I'm maturing. So according to the word, you would be perfect. Yeah, but I ain't, I ain't perfect. <laughs> but see, but see how when you hear that word, yeah, because you revert it, but, right back to 
No, I'm not perfect, but according to God's standards of maturity, you are perfect in him. Not that you're perfect by yourself, but that you are perfect in him. And that's why we also have to make sure that when we are hearing words, you got to know where a person who's preaching the word, where their heart and their understanding is. You know what I'm saying? Because in my mentality, I say, I ain't perfect. Exactly. But in my walk, I'm maturing well. Okay. In my walk, I'm maturing mm-hmm. well. You know. Yeah. So, but I just can't get past perfect. I, I can't. I, that that word is so hard for me to wrap around my mind. But I'm perfect. That's because we misuse it, though. We misuse it, and then that's when we we already know that we're less than. First of all, I mean, we are nothing but filthy rags. <laughs> you know. Without God, because when 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 I say perfect, that means flawless. You got it all together. You, know, you don't make no mistakes. You don't you don't never have no bad thoughts or nothing like that. That is not what perfect means in the Bible. I'm the truth. <laughs> what up? After all, seeing all these apostles have their own issues, they they have their own issues. <laughs> I know good and well that wasn't perfect in that way. Yeah, <laughs> but they were mature. When I start looking at when I start looking at people being perfect, I start looking at Daniel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I, I you know that that's what I start looking yeah, at. Daniel, Daniel was Daniel was well. Daniel ain't did nothing, ain't Well, I mean, he 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 was in the face of God all the time, and you know, even thinking about that, he was seeking after God. That was true. That was true. Um, seeking the kingdom of seeking the kingdom of God and all of His righteousness. That's what I picture him doing. I picture him seeking after God every those three times a day that he was in front of that window praying. Mm-hmm. I picture him understanding that his ways were already made. Yeah. And I understand that he didn't have to seek. And this goes back to what I was saying about why I don't say certain things. But I understand with him was I don't have to seek after Satan. He already seeking after me. And so if I understand that he's already seeking after me, as long as I stay in the face of my father, I'm covered. That's why he could not be touched in the lion's den. You know, you know what I'm saying? I was thinking about that. What? And we say, he that abide in the shadow of the Almighty. He was in the secret place. All the time. All the time. So yes, he was mature and he was perfect in prayer uh, of, of being consistent in, in that place. And if you think about his life, he was brought up with the idol worshipers. He was he was raised in a house that served other gods. And in order for him to keep his faith, his beliefs mm-hmm. to stay converted, because mm-hmm. we still on that topic, to remain converted. He had to always be in the face of God. He didn't do that by himself. He didn't save himself. That's right. There was nothing mighty about him than what God spoke about him because of who he was. But he was, first of all, we already know he was smart and very intelligent. Mm -hmm. But those are the things that God blessed him with. But he remained converted in the presence, even being in a household full of idol worshipers. Yeah. And you know how you talk about when you was, you know, in certain places and you had to be around nothing but sin. Yeah. You know, everybody doing their thing, but you you was in the house of people who were idol worshippers. You were in the house of people who were fornicators and, and, and adulterers and all of these things. And you had to remain, you know, because they were watching you. 
Everybody. They call you preaching. They ain't even know nothing about you. <laughs> you know what I'm and saying? I, I still didn't understand where that come from. I said, who told these people? Because people can see you. People don't have to be saved to see you. They can see you. They know they know your walk before you even say anything. That's why I say that's why people, when you stand in front of people, you cannot automatically assume that you're preaching or teaching someone that doesn't know or pick up on what's wrong with you either. Because you can look at certain, but and you like, mm, yeah, that joker got a problem with women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that joker right there. Yeah, I see it. You know, you can you can see when something discernment is real, and you do not have to be saved to have it. And that's where those people had discernment about you because of the way that you carried yourself and your character, and even before you open your mouth. You carry yourself a certain way when you're not converted. I, I know one guy. He was just saying that uh, that's my brother too. Mm-hmm. But he he was he was getting tight one night. He was <laughs> feeling good one night, and he said, "Man, you know what? I've been riding here. I'm on. I'm in there. I'm in there lifting weights and stuff. I'm saying because because I was in there, you know, mm-hmm. just staying physical. He was like, I got to do more than this guy. He was like, I got to be better than this guy. You know what I'm saying? He was, he was looking, talking about he, being better than you. Yeah, he was looking at me like I was I was going to work all these hours and then I was coming in and I was uh and I was staying I was staying active. You know, I was I was messing with the weights, I was jumping rope and I was um uh, doing with with my roll. Mm-hmm, the wheel. ab thing, yeah. Yeah, with the wheel and stuff. And he was like he said, Man, and I've been looking at you. He said, I've been watching you, you know, and I've been looking at you. And he said, I gotta be better than you. He said, but when I found out that you love God, when I found out that 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 that's who you really are, he said, man, I can't be better than this guy. Mm. He said, I said to myself, I can't be better than that. He said, so, and we had this conversation. You know, they said, a drunk person to speak the truth. They don't really have a reason to lie. Mm-hmm. Liquid courage is what they call it. Liquid what? Liquid courage. Liquid courage. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never. Heard yeah, of that. I mean, All people right. get drunk and they think they can fight. Man, what are you doing? You know you can't fight. <laughs> yeah. And what it what it helped me to understand was, okay, I really have a position. To remain in a godly character, or I can let my environment take me out of the character that I'm in. Mm-hmm. I can do what everybody else is doing, and I can be like everybody else, or I can remain true to who I am. And how did you do that, though? By reading, by staying in prayer, by just by just being me, you know what I'm saying, and not not being not being the preacher, you know what I'm saying, not being, nah, by just being me. You see, God already gave me an identity, right? You know what I'm saying, so I didn't have to portray to be nobody that I wasn't. You know, I didn't have to look no part. Mm. All I had to do was be me, right? right. Because I'm likable enough, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, 
people to talk to me. It don't matter. It don't, it don't matter about what they what their lifestyle is. Mm-hmm. They talk to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm presentable. Mm-hmm. I, I I I can show myself friendly. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that if you ever going to say that I'm pulling somebody or I'm helping somebody to be converted, you know what I'm saying? They got to see themselves in you. Paul say I became everybody to save some. Mm-hmm. He said I became whoever they needed me to be so that I could save some. Right. You know what I'm saying? He said I did everything I could for the body. So I went and dressed up and I looked like everybody else. But it was just so they could see me in a, in a way that they can receive. You know what I'm saying? Because nobody really wants to, and and I'm not, and I'm I'm not, I'm not saying nobody, nobody wants to talk to a goody two shoes. Right. Nobody. <laughs> nobody. Nobody don't want to talk to somebody that that, that that's that's tip of tongue. You know. You know. Not not even that, but I'm writing you wrong type mentality. Yeah. Nobody wants to talk about no. that either because some people just won't understand it, and that's what I've grown to know about people. Some people just simply don't understand because they haven't been talked to. They've been taught that. that. And so, and then when you do things and you don't explain why you do it, but you expect everybody else to fall in line with it because that's your walk and that's the way you were raised and that's the way you've always done it. doesn't mean that I get that. It doesn't mean that I understand that. You know, you might have to break that down for me. You know what I'm saying? So, I just... You know, even when you said that, that even goes back. And I'm going to just bring this up because what you just said about how he looked like everybody else. Even our dress code in church has changed. Yeah, from, changed. From, from way back when we was going to church, you know, you had to put on your Sunday's best. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, now you put on everything. <laughs> but even putting on everydays has turned into street. Yeah. Wear, wear. Yeah, it's it's it's, it, it's everyday wear. It's everyday wear, but sometimes even inappropriate wear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so there's a there's a not standard. everybody look like everybody else. Not everybody that look like everybody else. But what I'm saying is, as we say that we are converted, yeah. and this is just a question. You know what I'm saying? Not not condemning nobody, but this is just a question. When we say that we are converted, when we say that we have to be upheld to godly standards, right? Yeah. I know that you being saved ain't got nothing to do in your clothing, in your fabric, okay? That's right. All right, let me clear that. What I'm asking is, when we are going out to get other disciples, right? Yeah. And they're watching our lives, and they see, you know, that we carry ourselves in a in, in a way of standards, okay. right? Now, um, I'm going to just use apostle. For, for an example, right? Mm. So when we have our meetings and things like that, and she does things in a comical way, not, you know, all the time of, you need to be, you know what I'm saying? She makes sure that we're informed. Put on your undergarments. Don't, don't be jiggling <laughs> everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Look like you belong to God. That doesn't mean... Your face has to be beat and your, you got to have your nails done and all of that. Mm-hmm. It just means how does God look inside Present of you? Present God. Present God in a way. Or represent God. 
Right. And, and, and that that's a touchy situation and a touchy topic because of where we have gone with church and in the way that church has gone. And it's not that the standards have been lowered, but the standards have been lowered. But what I say... In a way. And what I say in, in, in to combating that... Okay. Is... You got to know who you call it to. You writing that down. You got to know who you call it to. You talking about as people going to. I'm talking about as as as, as people going to certain people. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Because all the disciples look the same. They they dress just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody was wearing long stuff. So how did you know that they were disciples? Because of what they said. Okay. Because of what? Because of what they did. Okay. Well, let me ask you. This. Let me ask it in a different way. Now, when you step into the church, you don't know who the preacher is, because at one time they wore robes, and and you knew that was the well back then it was reverend. <laughs> you knew that was the reverend, or you knew that was the pastor, or whatever. Yeah. Now that the pastors have blended in with the people. Yeah. And you don't know who's the pastor mm-hmm. anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but now they might be able to reach somebody that the soup pastor can't reach. Absolutely. They might be able to talk to somebody and and that person feel comfortable with them. Mm -hmm. Vice versa, as the man with the robe on. Right. Because there's a stigma Mm -hmm. around church. Around ministers and pastors and things like that, okay. you know, and I think that there is no there. Is, I, I'm not going to say there is no right or wrong way. There isn't, but it's it's it depends on who God has called you to be, and you have to remain true to that. Right. You you know I can't let somebody else's thoughts and opinions persuade who God already made me. Right. You know, he made me to reach a, a certain demographic of people. He made me to to speak to uh people that's broken, people that's uh oh, speak to the drug dealers, to speak to the fornicators, to speak to the lies, the adulterers. You know, he called me to speak to those people. You know, so it's all about it's all about who he called it. You know what I'm saying? Because now we're looking at a a, a generational Z people. And, and and millennials and things of that general nature that need God more than ever before because they got all the smarts. They got all they got all the understanding of technology. They got all this, you know what I'm saying? They know how to work the the world and all of its functions right now. So all they need is God. You know, so the generation Z or or the millennials, they gonna make their own way. Whether they fall or not, right? You know, they it's it's like we don't even care no more. Mm-hmm. Back in our day, it was like be careful. Now they going out getting their own businesses. Us, oh, I better go to work for somebody. Mm-hmm. Now they doing things different. Mm-hmm. So, I think that there are those that will reach these people, mm-hmm. the millennials, and there are some that's still for the thirty. The 30-plus-year-olds, mm-hmm. you know, I think that God has set everybody in, in in their place. So that goes back to the body. 
the whole body is 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 made for something working in its own function yeah okay all right i thought that was i thought that because sometimes even we as the body will say you know determine if somebody is really saved or being converted by the way they dress yeah. So so that's why I brought that up was because because I was I was I I I've been there before. Yeah. Because I didn't have on a collar shirt, right, and slacks with some with some penny loafers on. Mm-hmm. I was stigmatized. Right. Wait a minute. He can't be shaking. And I never like white wearing stockings. Look, look <laughs> I never. I hate stockings. And my mom used to say. You need to put some stockings on. And I'm like, we don't wear stockings no more. That's when that's when the stockings went out of style. Now but, they now they wearing leggings. <laughs> but Not I hate too. I I still hate stockings. I can't I cannot stand something wrapped around my stomach. I just can't. But that just so I would wear like pantsuits and stuff like that because that was more comfortable. I, like I know you hate it. <laughs> <laughs> he hate it. He hate it. <laughs> I mean, I ain't got against. I ain't got a, nothing against Chris. somebody else wearing them. You know what I'm saying? Nobody but, else. Yeah. But me. <laughs> they just don't work. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe it was just because you had them old ladies. <laughs> really, Chris? No, really? I mean, they just look. I don't know. I didn't like I I didn't like those particular ones that I had either. But yeah, I I wore that because I didn't like stockings. I mean, I didn't even shopping at Beth and (laughs) JCP. Over over there in the mobile lady station. (laughs) 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 I would tell that 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 joke. Yeah, it wasn't no joke. That was real life. I took them closed. <laughs> oh, I took them closed to the thrift to the thrift shop. <laughs> oh God, trying to sell them clothes, and what the lady say? <laughs> These are not into me. <laughs> she said it so nice. She oh, said it so nice. All we could do was laugh. Oh my God! I mean, I was crying laughing. These, these, these are not in demand. These, these uh, are not in demand right now. <laughs> in other words, you got two options. <laughs> you need to find you a new wardrobe. Throw them away. <laughs> or give them to somebody that don't care what they do. Like. I'm just missing. I'm, I'm just missing. I'm just missing. I'm just missing. But, I, but did, I just did not like them things. They made you look older. They were given to me. I know. <laughs> By older people. <laughs> I was being polite. I'm talking about you had to be at least 70 to this. <laughs> it was not. Now you lying now. You lying now. Maybe 50. More like 65. <laughs> no. I'm talking about these retirement age clothes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know, you know, you know the grandmas that that, that think they got some fresh stuff just sitting up in the closet. Yeah, I'm about, to, to, I'm about to show y'all what it do. You ain't had to go there, Chris. I'm about to show y'all. How I was Stella converted. Yeah, her groove back. I was converted. I ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> Don't do that. You Don't was do that. converted to be your own. Shut up. <laughs> 
or looking old for that matter. But anyway, today we were talking about <laughs> being converted. It is basically about submitting, surrendering, and repenting. Turning to a lifestyle of Christ. Can I read some scriptures? Read. Ephesians 4 and 22. That ye put off concerning the former convert conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts. You're going to put off some things when you're converted. You're going to put off some conversations. You're going to put off some old thoughts. You're going to put away, you know, the things that you used to lust after when you are converted. Yeah, but how do you do that? By reading. Yeah, because God does that. The more, the more, the more, the more you get God in you, mm -hmm. which is his word, the more you get God in you, the more things start to change yeah. and shift. He does that. And that and I think that's the best thing to tell people is that God has to do that. Yeah, because a lot of times it. we'll think that we can do it. You know, I, I mean, I be thinking that when it comes to this weight stuff, that I can do it. Even in that, you still have to be <laughs> disciplined in your mind what? and disciplined yeah. in your habits. You, you said weight? Yes. W-E-I-G-H-T? Yes. Weight, like heavy weight? You know exactly what I'm talking about. Don't you play with me. You just trying to lose lightweight, baby. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, it's still weight to me. It is. So, so um, another scripture is, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. That is when you are converted. Yeah, when those old things pass away. That's right. And behold, I mean, and it just happened all of a sudden. That's right. Just all of a sudden, I just start cussing. Wait a minute. And all things are become new. All things. All of a sudden, I start thinking about. Yes. Uncle Luke. Uncle Let me Luke. tell you. And we be talking about the music today. We had some. We had yeah. some people back we, in the we day. Had, that we, was, we, we, we had some raunchy music, yeah, too. Yeah, we did. You we know did. what I'm saying? But they were still bumping it. <laughs> and them old lady be looking at you like you need God <laughs> and in Galatians 5 and 16 this I say then walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh that's right that's what you do to stay converted yes okay you walk in the spirit mm -hmm. um Acts 3 19 through 21 repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out when the times when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. And he shall send Jesus Christ, which before was preached unto you, whom the heaven must receive until the times of restitution of all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. Mm. And my favorite part was when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Your refreshing comes from the presence of the Lord. Yes. That mean that mean all this all this conversion, what we're talking about today, mm -hmm. all this whole everything that we've been talking about in the past, you know, uh humility, stewardship, you know what I'm saying, that Jesus is the judge and sin no more and all these things that we done talked about in the past come from the refreshing. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I'm a product of being refreshed by the Lord. Right. You know, and none of this I could not have done on my own. Mm -mm. Now I could have gained I could have I could have had got knowledge of reading 
but I would have got no revelation. Right. You know, I could have got knowledge because even the Bible says seeing they don't see, hearing they don't hear. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because they have not have they have not been converted. You know, a lot of the Bible sounds crazy. What? A man slew a thousand people with the jawbone of a donkey. <laughs> that sounds crazy. <laughs> One man killed 450 people? You telling me they saw they and let one man <laughs> kill 450 people? Who is this Elijah? It sound crazy. God fought through battles. It sound crazy. What you talking about? They marched around the city and the walls fell down. What? Mm. Oh, that goes back to the first scripture about the about the instructions. The law, which is the instruction of the Lord, is perfect, converting the soul. And you know, and you start looking at this stuff, you say, "Man, this right here sounds like comic book stuff." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you see, and you, uh, but you see how you see how that the Bible spilled over into the world. Just say what? You see how it spilled over into the world. And and, and the world adopts things from the oh, Bible. Okay. Yeah. And make it their own. They do. They do. And and speaking of that, you know, conversion. The the, the let me let me tell you, if you in any of these things, you need to be converted. You know, now things things have new names now. Okay. But the new age, the whipple. The black and white magic, the crystals, anybody talking about all this energy and third eye, chakras, sage, tarot cards, psychics, all of those. Mediums and all kind of stuff like that. You need to say no to that because you're you walking in darkness. You're walking into temptation. You're walking with evil. And so you are determining what your path is going to be. And if you read the Bible, it's very clear what happens to the wicked. Because all of those things are considered wicked. They shall be destroyed. I mean, it's, it's I mean very for, plain for, and clear. for lack of for lack of of of, of, of scriptural words, mm -hmm. they shall be destroyed. They shall be destroyed. So I, I mean we're not even gonna give all of that much thought. But I wanted to mention those things as well. All those things, you need to be converted. You, you you need to to, to to repent of your sins. Be baptized. See, I have I just had I just had a couple of scriptures and stuff, but I was coming from Colossians three, one through ten. Okay. And I was coming from Second Peter. Okay. But Second Peter shows in scripture what I'm saying to you openly. But I just wanna I just wanna read um Colossians three, one through ten. Okay. And it said, if then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Mm -hmm. Set your mind on things above, not on oh. things on the earth. Yes. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Mm -hmm. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. Mm -hmm. So when he come, you're going to you, you when he come and show himself back to the earth, you're going to be shown back in heaven with him when he get back. Therefore, put to death your members which are on the earth, 
fornication, uncleanness, passions, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. All those things are idolatry. Mm -hmm. Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience. There was there, there there was a there was a there was a standard for the word. There's a standard to live by, and when you don't follow that standard, you fall into the disobedience of what you have known. In which you yourselves once walked when you lived in them. Because we lived in these things. We walked in these things. You know what I'm saying? And they felt natural. Mm-hmm. Because that was our natural habitation. But now that we are not in that habitation anymore, and now we're a kingdom, you know, and which which your mind needs to be renewed to thinking kingdom, and you won't walk in those ways anymore. Mm-hmm. Because they won't be a natural way for you. Mm-hmm. Because your mind thinks kingdom, your heart is kingdom, therefore you will be kingdom. Mm-hmm. When your mind is worldly and your heart is worldly, you're going to be worldly. Pretty much. But, but now you yourselves are to put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. Do not lie to one another. Since you have put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge. He's saying that when you get this knowledge, I mean, when you really get this knowledge, you will put the old man down. Mm-hmm. And you will pick up this new man. According to the image of him who created you. So when you get this knowledge, when you get the knowledge of who God is and, and, and his sovereignty and why Jesus actually existed, why he came and did what he did, and, and you get the understanding uh, when you go through the Corinthians of how you should conduct yourself and, and how you should walk upright before God and, and on down through the New Testament and everything like that and, and how you don't have to do eye for an eye, but you can just do things in love, how you don't have to be the avenger. How you can just let God avenge for you. Once mm-hmm. how, how you can say no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Mm-hmm. You know, um, when 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 you put on this new man, or when you put on this uh this uh when when you get the knowledge, mm-hmm. when you get the knowledge, the new man to show up. Right. When you get the knowledge and the understanding, the new man to show up. And, well, and, and, I, and that's and that's and, and that's why I would that's why I would say for anybody who is not walking that way, well okay, I can't say it when you get the knowledge because people take knowledge and and then Yeah and try to twist it and, and, and be puffed up by it. But when you let me say when you get understanding. Because you can have knowledge all day. You can read yeah. a book and get that. Yeah. But when you get the understanding yeah. of who God is and who and what this word is, mm-hmm. then that, that will begin to compel you forward into yeah. living it. Yeah. But this, this but we're talking about being converted. Yeah. You know, and, and all these things that I just mentioned, which are which are uh uh fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desires, covetousness, and idolatry, which are idolatry, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language, and he's saying put all those things away mm-hmm. because that's not me. That's mm-hmm. not the new man who who you are supposed to be 
imitating mm-hmm. or following. Right. Because the new man is what's giving you life. Right. The old man is perishing. Right. You know, and, and right along with that, we are perishing in the world. Yeah. Your body has an expiration date. It's mm-hmm. like milk. <laughs> Just like it. It has an expiration date. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Rather that be at 10 years or rather that be at 100 years. From one end of the spectrum all the way to the other. You know, we don't know when our time comes. It comes. Mm-hmm. They say Jesus is coming back like a thief in the night. Some people didn't know they was going to die yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, they're right. Some people don't know they're going to die today. They don't know they're going to die today. You don't know what tomorrow holds for you. You don't. You know, and, and, and I'm not saying that to say, oh, you don't know when you're going to die, so you need to get saved. You need to get converted and all these other things. I mean, that's true, though. I mean. No, I wouldn't deny that. What I will say, though, is the converted part takes the bulk of your time. You know, because the Bible says work out your own soul salvation. So the converted part takes the time to renew that mind. That thing that you've been walking with for 40 years, 30 years, 60 years, mm-hmm. 20 years. It's used to one way for that many years. However old you are, whatever your age is, it's used to walking that way for that many years. Mm-hmm. So it takes some unlearning so that you can learn who you are in God. Yeah. What his promises are. How can I obtain these promises? Mm-hmm. By walking up right before him. By acknowledging him in all his ways. By praying, by reading, you know, by fasting. How you obtain things. I'm not saying that there's a science to this. Right. But there is an order to it. Right. Definitely. And that's all I got. Well, be be converted. (laughs) That's the message. You want to pray us out? Yes. Lord Heavenly Father, we pray that we said something here today that touches somebody's heart, that pricks somebody's heart, oh, Heavenly Father, that causes them to see their self, oh, Heavenly Father, that causes them to be converted. Let them understand that your word is everything. Let them understand that your word gives life. Let them understand that your word breathes inspiration. Yes, Lord. Look, Heavenly Father, let them know that your word is where they need to go to for every answer because every question that we have, your book answers. Might not be in the way we wanted to answer the question, but it answers, oh Heavenly Father. We thank you for your word, your living, your breathing word, oh Heavenly Father. For it never died, and it always gives life. So we thank you for each and every one, every listener, oh Heavenly Father. We thank you for your consistency. We thank you for their love. We thank you for their obedience, oh Heavenly Father. We thank you for them being able to come to you and change. Lord God, we give you the glory, honor, and the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Y'all have a blessed day. God bless.